Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for November 18th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com and check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. I'll be doing another one this Thursday with Schwan Humes. Uh, before I get into, got a bunch of uh, UFC videos up. Before I get into that, I want to talk a little WWE. Um, now, Asuka was on Monday's Raw, but the match was so ugh, <laughs> so bad that I decided not to post it. And, and I want to talk about the, the match a little bit. So the match was Asuka teaming with uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, or as she calls them, the blonde muscle girls. <laughs> and um, they are facing uh, the tag team champions who are uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax and Lana. <laughs> Apparently Lana asked for this. So this is not about Asuka. This is about the Survivor Series match and, you know, putting Lana through a table again, right? So... The match was really besides the point, okay? So what they did is they had uh, Shayna and Nia beat up. What they did is they stomped on um, Mandy Rose's shoulder, and we didn't see her again. Now, apparently, she has a legit shoulder injury. Uh, she injured it on last week's Raw. Uh, I saw a clip of it, apparently, when she uh, was thrown out of the ring at one at the end of, the, at the end of that match. Um, she got her feet caught in the ropes, and she landed awkwardly on her shoulder. So I'm not sure how long she's going to be out. I'll get to Dana Brooke in a second. But uh, the uh, bottom line is the match itself is that uh, Shayna had uh, Asuka in the Kurafuda clutch, and then Lana tagged, them, tagged herself in, despite the fact that Naya and Shayna both told her not to tag in. Okay, like, we don't want you in this match. But she tagged in anyway, and sure enough, she lost to the Oscar lock. So after that, they put her through a table again. Meanwhile, a little later in the show, um, Dana is outside the uh, trainer's room uh, uh, doing an interview about, um, about Mandy, and then she gets attacked by... Um, uh, Mia Yim, whatever they're calling her in Retribution. And so she's out, both wrestlers, both Dana and Mandy are out of the Survivor Series and they're being replaced by um, uh, Peyton Royce and uh, I can't remember her name now. Anyway, uh, the blonde girl, whatever the hell her name is, I hate her. Anyway, the point is they've been teaming, but they're not really a tag team. So the, the, the uh, Lacey Evans, that's what I was thinking of. So the problem. So what you have is you have uh, the Raw Survivor Series team. You have the tag team champions who don't really get along. You have two individual wrestlers who have been working occasionally as a team, but they don't like each other either. And then you have Lana, who nobody likes. <laughs> it's just absurd. Anyway, as for Asuka, of course, she will face Sasha Banks. And, uh, you know, I expect those two to steal the show because that's what they want to do and that's what they always do. I don't know about the finish, okay? Uh, you know, they're having, uh, in the last couple of weeks, they've had Carmella come out and attack um, 
Sasha. So uh, there may be something going on with that. And I think Bailey's involved with that too. But, um, you know, I expect it to be a very good match. Please, no stupid finishes. Let's just have a good, fun match with those two. And this is one of the problems with the Survivor Series is that, you know, they're doing like champ, you know, Raw versus SmackDown matches and championship matches and stuff like that. And there's no heat for any of these matches. With one exception being Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Other than that, there's zero heat. Okay? So, not crazy about the, the, the show in general. Okay, let's go on to the UFC. We had three fights on uh, the um, Saturday show. And uh, let's go over the matches. Uh, first one is Ashley Yoder versus Miranda Granger. This was at strawweight. This was not a very good fight. Now, neither fighter belongs in the UFC. Ashley trains at Team Quest in California. Miranda trains at Charlie's Combat Club in Everett, Washington. So the first two rounds were pretty bad. Okay, so I scored round one, 10-9 for Miranda, very marginally. Two of the judges scored it that way. And Chris Lee scored a 10-9 for Ashley. And boy, did he have a bad night. <laughs> he was terrible. Um, all three judges scored round two, 10-9 for Ashley. Look, I scored a 9-9 tie. And I know that judges don't score tie rounds, but this was really bad. So... You know, uh, uh, Michael Bisping kept yakking about how ref Jason Herzog, uh, you know, kept warning them as, you know, Ashley in particular was stalling. So, you know, that's why I cut, went 9-9. Both of them were doing nothing, okay? So her cor Ashley's corner yelled at her between rounds. So she was a lot better in round three, and uh, she almost got a finish at the end of round three. So... All three judges scored a 10-8 for Ashley. I scored a 10-9. I just didn't think it was quite a 10-8, but I scored the fight 10-9. Uh, 10-9. I scored the fight a draw. Okay. Two of the judges scored at 29-27. Chris Lee scored at 30-26, which it was not a 30-26 fight. Round, you know, Ashley. The only fight where the only round where Ashley clearly won was round three. Okay. But the way the other two rounds went, it could have been a draw. So again, I, I don't think either fighter should be at the UFC. I guess that's the whole, my bottom line about that. Okay, now we have um, Corey McKenna versus Kay Hansen. Uh, and this is at also at strawweight. So the judges messed up the decision. Okay, and I'll explain where they messed up. Both fighters are 21 years old. Kay is an Invicta veteran who trains at 10th Planet in Fullerton, California. Corey is a Cage Warriors veteran from Wales and who now trains at Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. She's mainly a striker. Round one was the key. As I scored at 10-9 for K uh, for extended time in top position and submission attempts, Corey was able to reverse, but I don't believe in round stealing, unlike the judges who all scored at 10-9 for Corey. And that was the problem is that you know, round two was close. I scored a 10-9 for Corey. So I'm thinking they're tied going into round three. And I gave round three to K. So I scored a 29-28 for K. The judges all scored a 29-28 for Corey. And that's because they all gave round one to Corey. I don't think she won that round. Okay? And I think K won the fight. So I think the judges really stole uh, the fight from K. So, you know, I don't know 
why they scored it that way. And it wasn't just me. You know, there were plenty of, was plenty of chatter on Twitter uh, uh, after the fight that the judges messed up. But a lot of people thought it was round three. No, it was round one. And uh, really, I, I don't agree with the decision at all. It just, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, as I said, I do not believe in round stealing. Okay, so I generally, you know, it depends how close the round is, but generally speaking, if you get a takedown in the last minute of the round, I'm not going to really credit you for it, credit the fighter for it, okay? All right, the third fight is also at strawweight, Kanako Murata versus Randa Marcos, uh, and uh, this, Kanako's original opponent was supposed to be Lavinia Souza, but she pulled out, and Randa came in at short notice, uh, Randy is from Windsor, Ontario. She trains at Michigan Top Team in Dearborn, Michigan. She's a wrestler, but she makes too many mistakes. So Kaneko fights for Ryzen in Japan. Her problem is she is a straw weight, and Ryzen has mostly atom weights. Uh, they farmed her out to Invicta, and after she won the Invicta Strawweight Championship, she now makes her UFC debut. Kaneko had a, Olympic wrestling aspirations before MMA, so her wrestling is elite already. And that's what we saw in this fight. Randa is supposed to be a wrestler, right? But she couldn't handle Kaneko's ground skills. You know, Kaneko won the fight easily, 30-27. The big question is, can Kaneko be an elite fighter in the UFC? And I think we will find that, we will find out. Her wrestling could already be the best in the division. Okay? Now, we have from last night's Tuesday Night Contender Series, uh, once again, these videos are up on my blog. Uh, we had Gloria De Paula versus Pauline Macias from last night's from last night's Contender Series. This fight is at strawweight. Gloria is 26 years old from Sao Paulo, Brazil. She trains at Shootbox with Diego Lima. Her girlfriend Mayra Bueno Silva is already in the UFC. I watched her on YouTube, and she's an aggressive striker, but I don't know if she has any ground skills. Pauline is 31 years old. She trains at Factory X in Denver with Mark Montoya. Uh, she's a judoka. She was years ago friends with Ronda because she, Ronda Rousey, she grew up in California. I watched her LFA fights. I really wasn't crazy about her. I didn't think she was aggressive enough. And um, Pauline got a big takedown early in round one, but Gloria defended well and quickly got up. So it turns out her ground defense is pretty good. Gloria is a much better striker. I mean, she's throwing combinations and knees and elbows and all that stuff. And Pauline was only throwing one punch at a time. And that's just not going to cut it at the UFC level. So Gloria was great in the clinch. She just wasn't quite able to get a finish, but she did get that UFC contract. So she looks like a good addition to the strawweight division. As I said, check out the video. Uh, I think you'll be impressed with Gloria. So the other fight uh, from last night was Victoria Leonardo versus Chelsea Hackett. Um, so Victoria, and that's a flyweight. Victoria is an Invicta veteran from Shreveport, Louisiana. She trains with her husband, Brent Mason. Chelsea is 22 years old from Melbourne, Australia. Her father, Jeff Hackett, is her coach. I watched her on YouTube, and I, I want to see what she is like on the ground because there, there's, you didn't really see that in any of her fights. See, she's certainly a great striker. There's no question, but, you know, you have to be able to do more than that in the UFC. And that was the key to this fight. Once Victoria took Chelsea down, Chelsea couldn't get out from under, and eventually Victoria pounded her enough to get a second-round finish. 
So Victoria got that UFC contract. I would like to see Chelsea move to the U.S. and get good enough at her takedown defense so it sets up her striking. Uh, I think her dad has taken her a long way, but she will need to improve to get to the UFC. So anyways, all five of those UFC uh, videos are up on my blog. Now, um, there is an Invicta show this Friday. I'm not going to look at it this time. Schwann and I are going to look at it on Thursday, give, a, give, you a, give you guys a preview to that show, some interesting stuff on that show. But what we do have this weekend is um, UFC 255, okay? And the co-main event on this show is Valentina Shevchenko defending the UFC Flyweight Championship against Jennifer Maya. And of course, Jennifer won this title shot by beating um, Joanne Calderwood, uh, a few months ago, you know, she's a, she's a boxer. So she really doesn't do anything else. It's just that Joanne made terrible mistakes during that fight. And so Jennifer, even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes, but I just don't see her, uh, having any hope of beating uh, Valentina because Valentina is a superior striker. I mean, I don't know what the heck Jennifer would have to do to beat Valentina, but I don't think she can. It's as simple as that. And, um, you know, so I really don't have any other comment on it. Uh, I, I would, Jennifer, to me, does not, should not have got a title shot. And she wouldn't have if Joanne wouldn't have done what she did. All right. Uh, we also have uh, in another flyweight boat, Caitlin Chukagian versus Cynthia Calvillo. So Cynthia was supposed to fight um, Lauren Murphy a few weeks ago, and she tested positive for COVID-19. Well, she said in, in an interview that she agreed to do the same fight with Lauren a couple of weeks later once she recovered from, when she tested negative. And uh, Lauren, for some reason, chose not to take the fight. Somebody asked me, well, did Lauren not want the fight? You know, her husband manages her. And so my guess is it was his decision. Okay. And then, of course, we saw what happened with Lauren, where she beat this uh, UFC newcomer. And then she complained about how she's not being respected and all of that. But, you know, if she wanted to get a little farther up the ladder, closer to a title shot, she should have really taken the fight with Cynthia at the later date. I'm not sure why she didn't, but like I said, I do think that that decision was made by her husband. So now we've got Cynthia against Caitlin Chukagian. Caitlin is a former, uh, flyweight title contender, but she's on a bit of a losing skid right now, right? Um, Cynthia, uh, is, uh, uh, training these days, I think in San Jose at, um, I can't remember the name of the place. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that she's an okay fighter. Obviously, what she's looking to do here is win this fight and get into the title picture. Uh, I don't know. Caitlin is not a, a, an easy fight. Uh, you know, Cynthia is probably better on the ground. Caitlin prefers to do that keep-away strategy where um, if it's successful, she can win the fight. So that's the whole thing. If it's not successful, I mean, she recently lost to um, Jessica Andrade and Jessica just pounded her out uh, so, uh, and, and, and finished her early. Uh, I don't think Cynthia can do that to her, okay? 
But if she goes for a takedown, she might be able to finish her. Anyways, we'll see what happens with that. I kind of look at Cynthia to win at this point. All right, and we have another flyweight bout. It is Antonina Shevchenko versus Ariane Lipsky. And of course, Antonina is the younger sister of Valentina Shevchenko. And I guess it's the first time they fought on the same card. And they train together, of course. The thing about Antonina, she basically does the same thing, uh, things that Valentina does, except she's not as good at it. So what is she doing in the UFC? I guess to keep her sister company because she's not that great a fighter, okay? Uh, Ariane is Brazilian, is from Brazil. She came to the UFC, you know, with a, a big rep, uh, as the queen of violence, this coming out of her days at the uh, Polish um, promotion. Uh, and, you know, she was a champ there, but she's two and two in the UFC. She lost her two, first two fights and she's won her last two. So she needs to win this fight to get a little farther up the ladder. Uh, I don't think it's a gimme. I think that Antonita needs a win as well. And so uh, it should be a fairly competitive fight. Okay. Anyways, that's about it for today. That's about it for today. Uh, again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com to watch those videos. And also check out my other podcast, Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. Uh, Schwan Humes and I will do another one this Thursday where we look at all this UFC stuff in addition to Friday's Invicta show. So if you have any questions or comments for my blog or for either of my podcasts, you can... Uh, you can uh, Leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.